Welcome to track number 13 of Make Yourself Saviors of Men. Father, we are grateful for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. What a blessing. Tonight is the last night of our Hamatan Bible Seminar. We know what we want. Right. Now, the Bible tells us, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. That is the great commission. And another way of saying the great commission is... Make yourselves saviors of men. Amen. And now Jesus, in his last message to the church, right, said to Jesus, his last message to his disciples, Peter, he asked him, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter answered, Lord, you know I love you. But you know, love is more than words. There's a lot of words spoken of I love you. But the actions may not correspond. All right? Now, what exactly does it mean to fulfill the great commission of feeding my sheep? It's going to involve planting churches and if you remember this afternoon or this morning I was sharing with you about church planting and I gave three points, only three and this evening I have also three things and what were the three things, number one is that there is nothing like one church it's always a series of churches in a city or um, a place. Number two is that Jesus is standing in the midst of seven churches of Asia. So therefore, we must endeavor to build seven churches all right, you have written the point wrongly, Mr. Man who is typing. Cannot spoil my point, please. Jesus is in the midst of seven churches. And if we can build seven churches, Jesus will come and stand in the midst of the seven churches. And so, ah? Huh? Midst. In the midst of his seven churches. Sorry for the pronunciation. 
mistake. In the midst of his seven churches. And Jesus is not coming to any particular church, but in the midst of the seven churches, or the midst of the seven churches. And then number three, what was the third point? Many are called to this great work. Amen. Now, the next thing that we have to ask ourselves is, if we are going to be involved, we are going to have to be involved in church planting. So now, the first thing that I want to share is how to start a church. How to start a church. Amen. How do you start a church? How can I start a church? Number one, it's the, start, the art of starting a church or beginning a church is the art of witnessing. Number one, three things that are involved in starting a church. How to start a church. Number one, witnessing to people, all right, who don't know Jesus. Number two, following up. And we're talking about follow-up ministry. Is that not so? Then number three, gathering of the sheep together. Gathering. And in my new book on church growth, you'll see all about gathering in that book. Amen. So, three master steps to starting a church. One is witnessing. Two, following up the person you've witnessed because like I shared with you earlier, to witness is or for somebody to be converted is many times takes a season and the person is not converted in an instant but a gradual process of conversion begins until you see that the person is now established in God. So you, you how many here can be involved in witnessing? Ah. How many can be involved in following up? And then the third is, how many can be involved in gathering people? Yes. How do you gather people? You call them. You go and bring them yourself. You find a place to meet them. And you tell, show them how to come there. And that's all. You gather the people. That is how to start a church. Three steps to starting a church. Is it fantastic? Yes. Now when you've gathered the church, the people, it's called church. 
that thing you've gathered is called church. Okay, sermony. It's a sermon. Oh yeah, sorry. It is an a sorry. It is a chapel. Or a chapel. It is an a sorry. It is a sermon. That thing is called church. Now, when you've organized the people and gathered the people, then you can do what Jesus said. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. So now that the people are gathered there, you can now fulfill the great commission and feed the sheep that you've gathered. Yes. So this one is what I want us to focus on rather than um, even focusing on stopping all your sins and your problems, solving all your problems of life. Oh dear, let us try to do these three things. You now you see that you have changed. You stop smoking just now because you can't be smoking jot when you are preaching. You get what I'm saying? You can't be drinking when you are about to preach. You are gathering the people. You are going to organize them. Huh? Hey, no fine. So you yourself will change it. Yeah. You see that your life will change. Your life will change when you start these three components that make up a church. And in my little book here, Mega Church. That's the chapter that I'm reading from. How to start a church. Is the art, what is written in the sentence that's written in the book is, is the art of witnessing, following up, and gathering of people. That's what's written in the book. And there's the three points that I'm giving you. Everybody here can witness, and I'm sending you forth to go. That's why after this conference, we are going to hit 12,000 churches with ease. I said we are going to hit 12,000 churches with ease. Because we are at 3,000. And if everybody, who is changing my sound? Why do you change my sound? Hello? Hello? Hello. <laughs> you know, when you want to get somebody's attention, just say hello. <laughs> or just say hello. <laughs> it's a key. I noticed. <laughs> hello. Now, everybody here is going to do witnessing. You know, even if you are into fornication, trust me, start witnessing. You see that the thing will go down. Yes. It will go down. It will go down. Yes. It will go down. It's a key. Even if you have financial problems, trust me, start witnessing. The financial problems will go down. 
Whatever problem you have, don't let it tell your mind that you can't do this. Yes. Just start doing the work. Because you will always be insufficient. And you will always not qualify. And you will always have the feeling. How many have the feeling that you are not good enough? Yes. So, God is going to use you. And there are going to be many gatherings. You see, many great churches started this way. That, some, so that gathering that you start, you'll be surprised how it will grow. Yes, you'll be surprised. I, I remember, some of you know Creflo Dollar. Yes. He, he was in university. He started having Bible study, Bible study, witnessing Bible study. People were coming. That, that's how you do fulfill the great purpose. You'll be feeding the sheep. Witnessing and then they came together and it's like a fellowship and they were continuing feeding them, talking to them, talking to them, talking to them, he and his wife. And then it, it, it just became, that's the church. That's how to start a church. Yes. You don't need to break anybody. The source are plenty. Supposing you, are, you say you are going fishing, you sit in a canoe. Then you go out into the sea. Far as you are going, or you see another canoe. That has been there. Then you go straight to the canoe and then catch. Take the fish out of that and catch their canoe and take the things out. They say, oh, and you come back to them and say, we went fishing. You went stealing. You didn't go fishing. You went stealing. You didn't go fishing. You are still a man. So, everybody here has been taught how practically to start a church. And we are going to have more churches in your house, in a classroom, and God is going to be proud of you. When we see you standing and holding a Bible and talking, it's a wonder, I tell you. It is a wonder, wonder, wonder. Yes. Yeah. And when it comes to this work, girls are often as good as boys. Yes. It's true. They know things. Yes. Because you see, the girls have the duty, they're always talking to the children. That's pastoral work. It's like their sheep are the, their children. So it's about extending the pastoral care to others. Because that's why people call pastors father. Oh, father Peter is around or father John or father whatever is around. Because it's like, it's like parenting. Yes. It's parenting. Yes. So I need you to have the responsibility of Starting a church before you die. As you are living in this world, you must be able to point to a church that I started this church and look at what it has become. Yes. Apart from the vision of building a building, 
should have a vision of starting, which is what? Witnessing, following them up, and gathering them somewhere. Now, how many members do you need to make a church? Two or three. Yes. Two or three. If you are clapping, clap well. I said two or three. Yes. Two or three is a very good number. Why? Because Jesus said, where two or three? Where two or three? Two or three? Two or three? So by the time you get to three, you are the higher level of two or three, even. Yes. Where two or three are gathered. Somebody organize them. If somebody can organize two people. Do you look at what I say? I say organize. If somebody can organize two or three people in my name, I'll come there. I am there in the midst of them. Wow. In the midst of them. So This will give the total membership Of the church as four Because you gathered Because you are now the one Who is going to be gathering the people So you gather two Or three The total membership of the church Four You have gone even beyond this uh, two or three So it, it starts from about four so it's either three or four members, the pastor and then if you can get one person on the keyboard, yourself and one person on the projector, it's a church. Mega church. There I am in the midst. Beautiful. It's not a joke. Some people think I'm joking. I'm not joking. Now, some years ago, there was a certain pastor. He came to London. Do you know London? (laughs) He came to London. And uh, he called our pastor, Bishop Richard, and he he said he wanted to, I think we invited him to preach something. So he asked him, how many churches do you have here in London? (laughs) And I think he said we have about 12 or 14. I don't remember the number. 12 or 14. So then he asked him, how many people are in the church? And he said, some, we have three people. (laughs) Some, we have 20. Some, we have 10, some we have 100, some we have 70. When he heard the numbers, the pastor, he was very confident. He said, oh, you don't have 12 churches. You have 12 cells. Oh, you don't have 12 churches. You have 12 cells. So, our pastor felt 
a little what is it called? Mobified. Mobified. <laughs> and then the pastor who was preaching finished and he went. Now some months later or a year later or so, the pastor came again. But this time he was not invited. He called and said, I'm, I'm in town. I'm in London. It's not London, no. those of you who think it's London. It's London. <laughs> I don't even know how to say that, but it's not London, please. You are not lending something to somebody. Who are those who say London? Cape Coast people. Is it Cape Coast people? Ashantis? Or Cape Coast? London? (laughs) Anyway, at the beginning of the conference, we knew that we were local champions. So, now, we decided, he, he said he wanted to preach. Now, when he went to preach in the 12 cells, he saw that the 12 cells have grown a little. Yes. So, he left. And he came back again. Then he called. Are your cells there? I want somewhere to preach. Yes. And he kept coming back. The one who said, oh, these are not churches. They used to fly on a plane for hours and come to London. Yes. Because the thing that you despise and you say that it's a cell. Ownerless cell. I said, ownerless cell. You'll be shocked, I tell you. Yes. Today, we struggle to find anywhere to be able to meet in the UK. We can't find, oh yes, we can't find halls. They don't have halls beyond a certain size. Yes. We struggle. You have to say, okay, this group should come. This group, it's like how we are meeting here. I, I said, no first love, they shouldn't come. They will ask me, we are coming. I said, you can't come. You can't come here. I'm sorry. You can't come. There's no space here. Yes. You say it's a cell. Twelve cells. But Jesus is in the midst of the twelve cells. Two or three are gathered and never be ashamed of your church. And with the recent testimonies of members sitting in the church with one person preaching, just one member. He preached to one. And that one soul becomes six. This one of our cells, we have one member and one person on the projector, one person on the keyboard. So there were three. And this new visitor became the fourth person. 
Today he has, when he has the service, and that's in the UK, over 600 people are sitting there. Yes. So the cell that you are mocking at and despising, you'll be shocked. Yes. Oh, people are, they, they, they mock. me, when I started the church, you know, we were in a building which had a lot of classrooms. So sometimes, see, one church is here, one church is here. So there were two, two churches, two of us there. So we were, the children were students. And this guy was like a man of God from town. And he had come to start a church at Kolebu. And he was there. So his church was there. They were saying, they were, they were there before us. And then we were like children, like small boys and girls. So one day I met him in town. I said, hello, sir, how are you? And he looked at me and said, how are you? How is the fellowship? Asked me, how is the fellowship? How is the fellowship? It's like he, he wouldn't even call our church a church. He called it a fellowship. But Jesus said, where two or three are gathered, which is the third step in how to start a church. So if two or three can be gathered in part three, yes, they're going to have another church. So every church must, you see, the Kodesh, you cannot have, sit there and say, we are the Kodesh. No, you must have seven churches around you so that Jesus will be in the midst. midst. And how do we do that? We have to start two or three and gather. Two or three and gather. Two or three and gather. You witness, follow up, gather. These are the three steps to starting a church. One, two, three. I'm saying to the Kodesh, and I said to Bishop Kakra, I said, seven, I need seven. And I'll come to your church to raise funds for, to buy land. When I go out of the church, I'll get money to finish clearing one land at least. Straight away, and we start. Yes. You people believe in the thing, so. Because I tell you, this is the project that Jesus is doing. I said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Yes. That's what God is doing. That's actually what Jesus is doing. And a lot of pastors who forsake church work after some, when they get older, then they all start to come back seeing that all the fancy things they were doing is not what God is doing. Jesus is building his church. And we will not finish building before it's over. Yeah. Yeah. So in this book, we have a very important chapter which many people don't realize is a very important chapter. How to start a church. Yes. Do you see it? Yeah. How to start a church. And what are the three steps to starting a church? Number one is what? Number two is what? Follow up. And number three is what? Gathering people. And who said, who talked about gathering in the Bible? Jesus. What did he say? Ah, which means where a church has been started. Where a church has been started, I am in the midst of them. 
been started, I am there. Don't let anybody mock you, I tell you. Anybody who says you are not a preacher. I say you are a preacher. Yes. Is it clear? Don't let anybody despise you. Yes. You are planted in a big bamboo field. You are part of the big bamboos. Yes. Never be happy with one French church. Where are the seven? Where are the seven? Yes. Yes. Build seven. Plant seven. Have seven key pastors. Who are the key pastors of the seven churches around wherever you are. Establish them. Make it a reality. Go for it. Don't be happy with one thing. Don't stay with one golden center. I'm telling you, the golden center will not always be golden. Yes. You see, if you have planted a church years ago in Jamestown, which the Methodist, I think, their headquarters, I think is in Jamestown. Is that not so? Methodist headquarters. Palladium. That's the original Methodist church of, of, of Ghana. That is their main headquarters. You see, in an area like Palladium, it's an old area. Palladium. Do you know Palladium? <laughs> you don't know Palladium? I mean, Jamestown, deeper inside somewhere where they sell spare parts and they sell other Palladium. They sell wood there. Agbado area. Timber market. Palladium. You see, if Methodists haven't built other cathedrals, the area even is difficult to go to these days. Palladium. We have new areas now. We have Adabraka. Where? Adabraka people are shouting. We have Trasaco Valley area. We have East Legon area. Yes. We have areas. And you have made one golden center at Palladium. No. So we can't say Collegono is our main. No. We can't say Kodesh is our main. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Those things are mistakes. Have always been mistakes. You have to have several. Jesus always had many churches. I write to the churches in Judea. I write to the churches in Galatia. I write to the churches in Asia. So you must believe God for planting and preaching. You stop smoking. You watch and see. Now you see that. You see that. Now you, are, you, don't, you don't need the smoke again. Tell somebody I've stopped smoking. When I start the preaching, the, the preaching that is coming and the smoke cannot go back there. Yeah. Anointed words are coming from the mouth. Yeah. Now you see that you stop smoking. <laughs> 